Lacey Gage from the Tangentialist blog digs up and discusses events and experiences from her own collaged history on having a stigmatized condition known as bipolar. She relates, reflects, and refocuses it into infectiously funny anecdotes and amusing stories that will have you in stitches. Being a roaming artist, a roaming distracted artist, that reinvents and reimagines her goals constantly, this podcast takes you down a twisting rabbit hole of icons and avenues of slightly familiar yet offbeat occurrences. Join her every other week as she delves into her own bizarre memory banks, pulling out some eccentric moments that capture the intimacy on the ups and downs of this disorder lived out in her electric days of her rebellious youth. So let's just uh, jump into it. And this is the fourth episode. So this is not your first time. But if it is, I will just give a quick overview of what I've been talking about so far. So far, I've been talking about my childhood a little bit. I sort of skimmed over it, talking about just the really big events that just sort of really stuck out to me when I when I was really young and how they sort of left a big imprint on who who I ended up becoming as as a person and how I chose to frame myself and then yeah just just go back and and listen to those podcasts but that's just giving you an idea of of what you'll be listening to. I left you in the last episode with when I had moved and what had happened to me back then to when I'd moved to eastern Ontario and how it was all new to me and how I had to adjust and sort of find my place again in a new space and a new part of, of the province that I'd never seen before. And also meeting new people and having to make new friends, meet new teachers and all that. So so there we, there I am, right? I'm trying to, to figure all this out. It was going to give me some sort of solace in this whole new situation that I had found myself in where I had no choice, right? It was my family that had taken me there and, and I was only a child. So it's like, okay, this is what this is what I have to I have to live with and I have to find a way to process it and deal with it, right? So I, I just grabbed hold of and, and sort of held it close to me, just music. I, I, I really enjoyed the music that I heard around me in, in my home and around my friends and everything. When we were living in our second house and actually third house and when we were there we needed to store the records because these friends had actually gone to Scotland at the time the father of a friend of mine Nancy so they were storing the records and I decided to just take it on myself to put them all in alphabetical order and this was about a thousand records and just to look at all of the the images and the artwork of uh, the artists and the musicians and how they how they they put so much effort and and thought into into creating their their persona or their their representation of of who who they were and and what their their music what they wanted to represent to the public and it was just it was really really a lot to take in i mean there was there was there was artwork from everybody from the Beatles, Beach Boys, ABBA, especially David Bowie, the Eagles, the there was even U2, there was there was BTO, there was uh, Kate Bush, there was Chicago and Boston, and I'm just trying to remember obviously all the ones that are easy to remember. There was obviously a lot more than that. These are the ones that I can remember and just putting them in alphabetical order yes sounds like a chore but it was actually really rewarding to see 
all of these musicians and, and their artwork and what they were what they were showing to the world was just it was it was very engaging and very it was very it taught me a lot about about these musicians and and what I mean obviously I didn't listen to all the records but I I really enjoyed doing that and and yeah I I think this really influenced how I ended up looking at classical rock back then and how I still continue to to listen to some of it maybe not as much as I did but it's it's definitely influenced how I how I ended up creating my own musical lexicon of 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 what I enjoyed and what I continue to enjoy and yeah how it influenced the choices that I made as uh, someone that loves music. I did get familiar with my own family's record collection and new CDs that they started to buy us. There was this Columbia House offer that became available when I just after we moved to this little Rockville town on eastern Ontario and yeah, they just got a whole bunch of new stuff that I had had never heard before. Tears for Fears. I was already familiar with ABBA, so let me think if I can remember some more bands that that really sort of hit me. Uh, Chicago, Boston. I think I knew of them, but the Eagles, the the Bee Gees. Why can't I think of it? I'm thinking of the Foo Fighters. It's like no, nope, no, nope, that's much later. And Florence and the Machine is much later too. I'm just like it's an F. It's not Fuji's. It's not. How come I can't think of it? See, this is this is where I'm having some issues. Fleetwood Mac. See, just had to go through the F letter of the alphabet until the music group came upon me. There was there was a lot of bands that that I, as I said, I became exposed to. But those those were the ones that really stuck out for me that I can think of off the top of my head. I became really connected with a lot of them and, and I really understood what they were trying to say, what they were trying to express with their vocals, what they were trying to say with their with the music that they were creating. And as things were changing, as I said, for me, just, just in my environment, there were also my own body changes as well as I was just you know becoming a teenager I was going through puberty I was that was a bit not crazy but it wasn't it wasn't that fun either it was something to definitely notice it was there was a lot of changes happening well I didn't I the hormones right the hormones and then all of a sudden I'm a woman and it's just like that was a shock I didn't expect that and of course it wasn't really spoken to me until it of course happened that's that's one thing my family is very good at never speaking of anything until it happens there was the physical changes as well as the landscape changes the emotional changes there's a lot going on as i said so but as i became aware of all these bands that were expressing their music to me through these this new digital format the the cd i just i wanted to understand what what they were saying what they were what they were communicating to me what they really were feeling at that moment and that time and that space where it was just it was just all about the the purity of maybe not purity but it was just the essence of what they were going or trying to communicate to to the world that you know this is us or this is this is what we were trying to trying to represent as as a group as what what we identify with what we are becoming as people what we represent anyway I'm, I'm I'm going on a bit of a rant here so let's let's get back to I guess my friends at that time and 
how it just kind of everything kind of just unfolded. I know, of course, life is about choices that you make and that you go down your own path and it's you can't blame anybody. Um, certain things lead to other certain things and it, it becomes like, at least in my case, I found it became like a, a sort of ball that was unwinding, I guess, or something that was thread that was that was unwinding I, I don't really know how to describe it but that's that's the best I could come up with at this moment so I just found that it one thing led to another and yes I could have stopped those things from happening but it just seemed to make sense to me at the time right I was just a kid so it was like I didn't try to question it or try to analyze or or wait what if I did this which I probably should have I mean I, I really did like those choose your own adventures and you got to see how things were going to work out. I just kind of went with it. And well, hindsight is twenty twenty, as they say. And, and I just want to share with you what my experiences have been over the years. So we haven't even gotten to where I, I, I became bipolar, but we're getting closer. So as I was in my early teenage years, and I was, you know, I was, of course, branching away from the sort of classic rock that I'd known as a kid with my family. I I became more aware of other bands that were that were sort of the scene. They were they were new and exciting and this was the sort of alternative alternative grunge period was happening. I was really loving to listen to Red Hot Chili Peppers with my little ghetto blaster in the backyard while I got a tan, just lying on one of those deck chair kind of things or chaise things I don't even know how to describe my word finding ability that's another thing that's that's an issue for me is finding words so there's going to be a lot of edits here so yeah I used to be in the backyard just just sitting there and suntanning also falling asleep and getting a burn listening to the red hot chili peppers and that that is one important memory for me and then things just started to shift Uh, I remember learning of these new bands and magazines on much music and this much music is it's a video station that is in Canada sort of like VH1 or MTV that they actually don't exist anymore or wait they do but not that great and yes I have been a little bit all over the place but that kind of goes with what my podcast is sort of all about that the name of it is tangentialist I don't know if I have no I don't think I have explained it quite yet as how that actually came about but I do go off on tangents so they're there will be a lot of the storyline or just the, well, it's not really a story. Well, I guess it is. It's my life, but in, in pieces that are not exactly fitting the way they should. They'll be given episodes that seem to go into some sort of sense of order, but I will be in those episodes going from... Um, I guess early childhood to uh, my teenage years, and then and then into my twenties, uh, and my, into my late thirties, and and probably going back and forth. Just just be prepared for that. Me going off on a tangent, and uh, just be ready for it. Uh, so back on topic. So yeah, it was these new bands that were coming out, and I remember hearing about them from my friends too. Um, it was Nirvana and uh, Pearl Jam and Soundgarden, and it kind of went in that secession like it was first Nirvana then Pearl Jam and then Soundgarden and I think Mother Love Bone was in there for a little bit too and yeah it was it was all new and it was like oh smells like teen spirit that was 
such a fun song back then in the video. Oh my gosh, you could put that video on repeat forever. And it still has never gotten old. Like you can still watch that or listen to that. And it's still an amazing song. It doesn't, it seems ageless, which is, which is great, which is just fantastic and phenomenal for a song that has reached that sort of pinnacle moment in their, in their life as, as a song, as a, as a piece of music. So yeah, it was, there was a lot, a lot of different music that was coming out and I just remember, you know, listening to it and, and enjoying it and starting to go to concerts. I think we get into that in my, my next episode, I, I talked to you about my, my very first concert and, and how I ended up getting tickets for that concert. But we will get into that, as I said, in the next episode. I just wanted to introduce you to all the different music and how it it's sort of layered in my interpretation of understanding my my social situation, understanding my my sort of I guess small little what I considered culture, I guess, of that little town that I was in that that seemed to be represent everything that that I knew at that at that time of of what was going on around me and I was creating my own sort of classic rock or sort of a soundtrack that was just sort of coming together as I was sort of pre-teen early teen trying to figure out where I sort of fit myself into this brand new school system I was a teenager, an early teenager, and I just thought, you know what, I want to get, I want to get into some trouble because, I mean, there's no real way of explaining, you know, how I really sort of thought things through or how I, how I just made it acceptable or comfortable or, you know, had some logic around any of it. But I I think it was just like, you know what, I want to do something dangerous. I want to do something fun and stupid and, and just just downright crazy. So, so yeah, one of the first things was there was this uh, jukebox restaurant just down the street from us. And I remember seeing that there was a vending machine of cigarettes in, in sort of the doorway of when we were leaving. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to go buy one. I'm going to just go buy some. What's the big hype about smoking cigarettes anyway? How come everybody does it? Is it fun? Is it, is it dangerous? Is it, is it cool? Is it, you know, what is it? What is it? So I, I wanted to find out and, and well, being, being stupid, I went and I did it. And, and I, I think originally the, the very first time I was at this sort of underage little bar, well, it wasn't really a bar. It was a bar, but not when kids were 12 or 13. It was just, they were served pop or whatever, but but we got to dance to music and I, I went in the bathroom and I ended up having a cigarette and I was and I was choking and I was like, this is stupid. What am I doing this for if you're just going to cough? But then I went and I and I had another one and that's that's when you become addicted or that's when I, I figured that's what happened because then I, I just couldn't stop. So and I did that for 17 years. Not a good idea. Don't recommend it because you get hooked and, and you smell and you're out of breath and and your lungs become full of smoke and, and you become susceptible to all these other diseases and and yada, yada, yada. So yeah, but yeah, I was doing some dangerous things and I was dancing too close to the flame, justifying everything while losing the ones that I cared for. And this is what I will go into great deal with in the next episode as I take you down another rabbit hole of my heady days of my rebellious youth, tripped up by disorder. Thank you, glorious humanoids, for tuning in. Folding up these anecdotes, I express them to you and I give them for you to enjoy and consider as I reflect and remodel and re-engage what the future has for me. 
on these social platforms. See you next time on The Tangentialist. Mm-hmm.